0: Welcome to Urdu Sihi. I'm your host, Shireen. And recently, I received an email asking if I could share some phrases that you might use at a dentist's office. This request came from, you guessed it, a dentist. It's really cool to see that someone's using this podcast to better communicate with his patients. So thank you so much for listening, Dr. Sahab. And for everyone else who isn't a dentist, don't worry. You'll definitely get some very useful vocabulary out of this one. So let's take a look at the vocabulary words and phrases that I managed to gather. Let's first look at the word for patient. In Urdu, a patient is a mariz. I remember when I was taking Arabic, I learned this word. In Arabic, however, someone who is mariz is sick. You'll notice that it's spelled mim, re, ye, and zwaad. Most often, when you see the letter zwaad in a word, it'll likely have been taken from Arabic. Moving on, my friend tells me that to say dentist, you'd say Danton ke doctor. Danton ke doctor. Danton means teeth. One tooth is dant and teeth is danton. I'm not sure if you can hear the nasal N. But "dant" and danton both contain the nasal N. So the word dentist is literally doctor of teeth. Danton ke doctor. I consulted another friend of mine, and he did tell me the proper word for dentist in Urdu, but he said it's mostly used in writing and not when speaking. However, he did say that if I were to use it with other native Urdu speakers, they would understand. So the word for dentist is dandan saz, dandan saz, dandan Let's look at the word for gums next. The word gums is plural. In Urdu, the plural form is masure, and the oblique plural form is masuron. Remember, the oblique form is used when you have a post position. After the noun, we will devote a YouTube video soon to the oblique form of nouns, but for now, just know that you might hear them said as masure or masurong. The singular form of masure is masura, so you might hear upar ka masura, which means the top gums, or niche ka masura, bottom gums. But I doubt you'll hear it in its singular form. Notice the hard R here. It's masure. It's not masure. It's masure. So a might want to say, "I feel discomfort in my gums." The way to say that would be, "Mujhe masuro mein takleef ho rahi hai." Mujhe mein takleef ho rahi hai. Mujhe taklif ho Notice we used masooron here and not masure. And that's because of the postposition, meh. Taklif means discomfort. Ho rahi means it's happening right now. Ho rahi hai is used to express the present continuous tense. So, mujhe mein taklif ho rahi means I'm feeling discomfort in my gums or I feel discomfort in my gums. So the mareez said, mujhe masuro To that the dentist might reply, where do you feel the discomfort? To ask that he'd say, takleef kidhar Mesus ho rahi, hai? Takleef, kidhar, ho rahi hai? kidhar means where. Mehsoos hona means to feel. Taklif kider mehsoos ho rahi Where are you feeling the discomfort? The patient might point to an area in her mouth and say idhar. Idhar means here. Or she might say "Yahan." Yaha also means here. Maybe there's some gum recession occurring. For that, the marees might say, Mere masure." Piche hat rahe ham. Mere masure, piche hat rahe hai. Mere masure, piche hat rahe hai. Piche Hatna means to move back. Basically, the patient is saying that her gums are receding. Mere means mine. Masure is gums. Piche hat rahe ham means are moving back my gums are moving back or my gums are receding when you have gum recession the root or roots become exposed sometimes so the patient might also add jiski wajah se daant ki jad nazar aane lagi hai jiski wajah se daant ki jad nazar aane lagi hai Jiski wajase means because of which or for this reason. This is a good phrase to know. Jiski wajase. Dant, we already know, means tooth. Dant ki jar means the root of the tooth. And what's happening to the dant ki jar? Nazar ani lagi hai. So when something is exposed, basically you can see it. So Nazar ana means to be visible. So, the daat ki jar nazar ane lagi ha. And that means the root has started becoming visible. Jar is also a great word to know. It means root. So, our teeth have roots, the trees have roots, problems have roots, and for all of these roots, we'd use the word jar. The full sentence then is "मेरे पीछे हट रहे हैं की आने लगी है मेरे मसे पीछे ह मर पीछ This means "My gums are receding for this reason the tooth's root is exposed. On a side note, in Urdu dramas or maybe even Bollywood movies, I've heard the phrase is Fasad Kijar. If you watch Urdu dramas or movies, maybe you've heard it too. It can be used in a comical way or a dramatic way. The word facade is actually a really serious word. The friends that I asked about this word said that it refers to riots or protests that might even lead to destruction. That might end up being violent. So it's it's a very serious word. So if we are using the phrase Fasad Gijar in the true sense, then it would mean the root of the riots or the root of the chaos, the cause of the chaos. But let's go in the comical direction for the moment. Maybe a couple is arguing over something, and one of them says, Is Fasad Kijar Tumhari Amiha? Is fasad ki jar tumhari ammi hai. Quite often in the South Asian culture, I see the blame placed on the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law is always interfering in places she really shouldn't be. So you might hear one of the two say, Is fasad ki jar tumhari ammi hai. Which means the root of this madness, this problem, is your mother. So fasad ki jar, often refers to the mother-in-law in in many movies or dramas. But I completely digress. This has nothing to do with the dentist, but hopefully you will remember how to say root in Urdu. jar. So before I leave this sentence completely, I'd like to ask you to go to our website, www.urdusikhiye.com slash E23 www.urdusikhiye.com slash E23 and share some sentences that you have used or have heard with the word jar and with the phrase jiski wajase or any other words that we've heard so far in this episode. I will be sure to respond to each one. Okay, so now let's take a look at a couple more sentences. If you have gum recession, you'll likely be impacted by cold and hot foods or drinks. The way you say cold in Urdu is thanda and hot is garam. So the Maris might say, Jab mein garam ya thanda khati hoon, uska bohat zyada aahsaas hota hai. Jab mein garm ya thanda khati hu uska bohat zyada aahsaas hota hai. This means, when I eat hot or cold, its impact is severe. While we don't use the word sensitive in this sentence, that is the idea we're relaying. Notice how the word for food is also not used, but we know that hot or cold food is being eaten because the verb Kana "Kana" means to eat. Kati is what a woman would say. Mē kati hu, I eat. A man would say, mē kata hu, I eat. Uska is our oblique case of the pronoun vo, which means he, she, or it. So, vo becomes us when the pronoun is followed by a postposition. In this case, the postposition is ka. Let's take a look at the remaining words. Bohot ziada esas hota hai. Hota is a conjugation of the to be verb hona. If I were to say hota he by itself, that means it happens. Hota hai. it happens. So what happens? Bohot ziada esas. Bohot ziada means too much. Esas here means impact, but Esas can also mean to sense or to feel. So the full sentence is Jubme garum yartanda kati hu, uska bohot ziada Esas hotahe. Jubme garum yartanda kati hu, uska bohot ziada Esas hotahe. Jubme garum yartanda kati hu, uska bohot ziada Esas hotahe. Meaning, when I eat hot or cold. Its impact is severe. Basically, her gums are sensitive. Now, if the dentist wanted to ask about gum sensitivity, then the dentist might say, Do you feel discomfort when eating cold or hot foods? Which in Urdu is, Aapko garam ya thanda khane se taklif hoti hai? Aapko garam ya thanda khane se takleef hoti hai? Or if you wanted to ask, do you feel discomfort when eating something sweet? It could be candy, it could be South Asian mitai, for example, gulab jamun or rasgulla. My mouth is watering just thinking about gulab jamuns. And if you don't know what a gulab jamun is, please google it. And perhaps the next time you're in the mood for dessert, treat yourself to a gulab jamun. Unless, of course, aapke masure piche hat rahe ha. Okay, let's keep moving. Let's replace the word "kane," which means eating, with the word "bine," which means drinking. So then the question becomes, "Apko garam ya thanda peene se takleef hoti Apko garam ya thanda pine se takleef hoti The verb "pina" means to drink. Pine is the ing form of "pina." So it's the same thing as saying drinking. Apko ya tenda se taklif hotiha and taklif earlier we saw means discomfort. So basically we're asking, do you feel discomfort when drinking hot or cold? And in both these sentences we don't actually need the word food or drinks because it's just understood, right? Do you feel discomfort when eating hot or cold? So, you don't need the word food in this Urdu translation, either for drinking or for eating. So, The next useful word I'd like to introduce is Dard. Dard. Dard means pain. And Dard hona means to hurt to ask the patient if she's feeling pain anywhere you can ask aapko kahin dard ho raha hai aapko kahin dard ho raha hai aapko kahin dard ho raha hai? or if you want to ask where are you feeling pain you'd ask aapko kahan dard ho raha hai aapko kahan dard ho raha hai? again the words idhar and "yaha." Will be useful in responding to these questions. So the marise might point to the area where she feels pain and say, Idhar or Yaha. And finally, let's talk about insurance. I've been told that the word for insurance is bima, but I've also been told that nobody uses it. Everyone simply uses insurance. So to ask, What insurance do you have? we would say, Apke paas kounsa insurance hai aapke paas insurance hai aapke paas insurance hai? and to let the patient know that your office accepts the insurance you'd say hum ye insurance yahan lete hain insurance lete hain. or if you don't accept the insurance then you'd say Ham ye insurance yahan nahi lete hain. Ham ye insurance yaha nahi lete hai. Ye here means this. So, hum ye insurance yaha lete means we take this insurance here. Or we accept this insurance here. And if you don't accept it, you'd say, hum ye insurance yaha nahi lete hai. That nahi negates the sentence. So it means we don't accept this insurance here. So that does it for this episode. Thank you again for listening to Urdu Sihye. I don't know if you noticed, but this episode isn't too heavy in grammar. Going forward, I'm going to test out only having either phrases or dialogues, but going easy on the grammar in each episode. I will dedicate the YouTube channel to discussing the grammar. The YouTube channel is also where you can learn how to write the Urdu alphabet if you are interested. As always, if you are enjoying this podcast, please consider leaving us a review. Hirminenke, shukriya aur khuda